All right, we're back, and we have on the line joining us is Congressman Mark Alford. How you doing today, this um, sir? I am great, Alex and Chris. How are you guys doing? We are wonderful. Good, yeah. So, so you guys, are, you're back in your district. You've been there for a couple of weeks. You're, you're going to be heading back to Washington here in a couple of weeks. Is that the plan? Yeah, I think it's the uh, second week of September. We're going to get back to D.C. We're going to Whiteman Air Force Base. I have the of uh, presenting a Purple Heart uh, to a veteran who has uh, had valiant service. And um, we're also working on our academy appointments uh, for next year and uh, letting the good folks out there know what they need to do to uh, get their applications in to be appointed to our fine military academies. Wow. What an honor. Is that going to be the first time you get to present a Purple Heart? Yeah, first time. I I tell you what, when they told me they would like me to do this, I, I was like, I, I just can't believe, I'm sorry for the ancillary noise out here. I'm, I'm outside the house so my wife can sleep. Uh, uh, I, I just can't believe that I have this honor now to be able to do things uh, for people and, and honor them the way they should be honored. It is, uh, it, it's just unreal to me after seven months in office that uh, the voters of the 4th Congressional District have given me this, this ability to do this, and I'm just so thankful. Well, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And I know that some of our listeners are in your your um district there. And I was just thinking about this. Like you, you obviously, of course, took over for Vicki Hartzler, who um was the congresswoman for that district for so many years. But and and you said you've been there for seven months. You got Whiteman's Air Correct. Force Base. Have you had a chance to take the tour and see the big B fifty twos over there yet? That would be a cool deal right there. Well, the you know the B two stealth bomber uh, is housed there at Whiteman Air Force Base. Yeah. And yeah, I've I've had a chance to go there twice already. I've gotten to uh, get inside the B two stealth bomber. Really? Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm still hoping to take a ride. I think they took Vicky up in the uh, B two stealth bomber. I'm hoping to hitch a ride someday. Uh, but even cooler than that, uh, we are building a new B twenty one stealth bomber out in Palmdale, California. Uh, it's still under construction, and we're getting the second wave of those at White Bend Air Force Base. Wow. And so a couple of months ago, I was fortunate enough to go out uh, on a fact-finding uh, trip out there. I'm on the House Armed Services Committee, the subcommittee of Sea Power, And so we're overall uh, the, um, the nuclear triad, basically, our global strike command, which includes the B-2 and the B-21. And I got to see this thing and touch it. And uh, it's going to be a great deterrent against communist China. All right. That's pretty cool, though. That, hey, that's a... That's an awesome, awesome opportunity to get there. So what, before we go into like some of the, the big national stuff, what else are you working on in your district? I'm, you've been connecting with the, with your constituents. Like, um, what, what else is important there, um, for the people well, in the state of Missouri? I tell you one, one of the things that's really troubling to us and has been for some time is the fentanyl poisonings of our Americans, uh, particularly young Americans. There were more than a hundred thousand people killed by fentanyl poisoning. Uh, I think that's directly relatable to Joe Biden and his course border. Yeah. Um, uh, Mayorkas, uh, uh, you know, they don't want to admit there's a crisis down there. The Communist Chinese Party has been helping manufacture fentanyl that is coming up through the course border and uh, into the Springfield area and up I-49 into the Kansas City area as well. And so what we've done, uh, I met a, a, a lady at a license bureau a couple of months ago who uh, we completed our transaction, uh, getting my new license. And then she said she wanted to talk to me. And she told me this 
horrific story about her daughter just eight months prior had died from fentanyl poisoning. And the, the shame and stigma that, that kind of goes along with that as a parent, not wanting to think your child could be uh, killed by fentanyl. And so from that, we developed a fentanyl form. We had a month ago, uh, 250 people show up at this form. We had 12 panelists. We had wow. five family members who had lost uh, loved ones to fentanyl poisoning. And we grieved together. We talked together. We, we tried to find solutions to this. You know, if Joe Biden's not going to stop it, We've got to do something yeah. on the local level. So from that, we're doing another fentanyl forum up in uh, Emanuel Cleaver's district up in Kansas City proper. That's going to be October 2nd. I've talked to Eric Burleson. We're going to do one down in the Springfield area. Uh, every district in Missouri, we're going to do a fentanyl forum to come together as communities to try to yeah. help uh, if, if Joe Biden's not going to help us. That's really good. You know, Chris, good. And I, yeah, Chris and I were talking earlier about, and Chris brought up the question about, why do you think Biden's leaving the border open like this? Like, I mean, because he's just allowing this to happen. I mean, he he's complicit with this, if not to blame. I mean, why do you think they're allowing it just to stay wide open for these drugs to come flooding in? Well, I think, uh, you know, they're going to say it's for humanitarian reasons. With a wink and a nod, uh, Joe Biden, before he even took the oath of office uh, there at the Capitol steps, uh, signaled to to people, illegal uh, immigrants that they could come into our country, our sovereign nation, uh, that they were not going to pay any attention basically to the immigration laws. Uh, they're not going to finish the wall, uh, and that people could come in, uh, and then have their asylum claims heard. Unlike president uh, Trump, who, who, uh, arranged with the Mexican government that uh, people would stay on the Mexico side, uh, have their asylum claims heard, and then if it's justified asylum claim, which is a very small percentage of those claims, they could come into the United States of America. Uh, because that's truly what America is about. Look, if someone's being politically persecuted, uh, yes, uh, we can help you out. But if you just want a better financial situation, that's not what our immigration policy is about. And the vast majority of the illegal aliens who have come into our country, uh, that's why they're coming here, for, for more opportunity. And we know that America is the greatest country ever. Yeah. We do have the best uh, uh, businesses, uh, system of government, capitalism, but that's not what our immigration system is about. Yeah. I truly believe that, that underlying it all, Joe Biden and the Democrats, the progressive, woke, broke, uh, liberal crowd, want to turn these 7 million illegal aliens into voters for the Democrat Party. Yeah. The more goodies you give them, the more votes you're going to get. And that's that's a sad reality that we we do believe as well. That's the plan. They just want to. Hey, we're the ones that got you here. We're the ones that let you come here. Yeah. And so, um, make sure you vote Democrat. And that's that's the plan at the detriment to us Americans. And um, and we're being hurt. And so we we talked earlier in the week or even last week about how um the Republicans obviously in the and or excuse me the House of Representatives you guys control the purse and the Republicans control the House. And so hopefully. There will be some funding tied. I think that um, Ted Cruz is proposing legislation, um, the SAFE Act, I believe, that's going to tie finishing the wall to, um, you know, to approving the budget. So wh what do you know about that? Like, you know, how do you see that working out? Well, look, I, I like the SAFE Act. Here's the problem right now. Joe Biden is selling off at uh, pennies on the dollar the unused portion of the wall, which I saw when I went down there last year, uh, stacked up. Uh, when they refused to finish the wall that, that Trump uh, partially funded uh, through his administration, um, 
it was just sitting there. And now, uh, so we cannot rebuild the wall. The Biden administration is selling it off uh, basically as scrap, which I think is a disgrace. We've got to make sure that our border is secure. Without a secure border, we don't have a secure nation. And uh, I I don't mind uh, tying funding to that at all, that uh, we've got to do something to secure our border. I tell you, a part of the problem is Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, he's the biggest liar since Pinocchio. And when he says that the border is secure and there's no crisis, that's an outright offense. Uh, and he perjures himself before Congress, and he needs to be out of his job. And, Congressman, I, you know, when I hear him say it every time, this is a smart man. He just has to be lying. I mean, that, I mean that's... Uh, well, that, he is. Because they know and what's going he's on. he's impertinent about it. I mean, he's cocky. Uh, he just, in the face of every uh, congressional member who's just trying to get to the truth. And this guy wouldn't know truth if it bit him in the head. I think they just know that the media is not going to report it, and so they just have to lie to the few Republicans that just watch Fox or Newsmax or whatever. And uh, so, you know, talking about that though, I mean, impeachment. I mean, impeach Mayorkas, impeach Biden. What What do you see? Um, you know, when we're looking at impeachment, where do you see that going? Is there anyone going to be impeached for anything? And we just got a, a well, short time. You know, you hear the music coming up, so give it to me quick, yeah. Congressman. <laughs> Uh, we need to move immediately towards an impeachment inquiry. Kevin mm-hmm. McCarthy knows that. I've told him that. Uh, the pressure is on to do that. I think when we get back, that's the direction we're headed. Congressman Mark Alford, man, thank you. We've we've covered a lot of stuff here. We appreciate you um, being on here, and you're a friend of the show. And um, I know we're going to try to get you back as um, often as we can. Thanks for all you're doing um, over there. Um, in the fourth district. Hey, and, um, and enjoy that purple heart ceremony. That's that's pretty magical. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is it cool. will be special for the recipient, and it will be special for me. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to serve. Thanks for your time. We're to go from Mark Alford, Congressman Mark Alford. We've got coming up at seven thirty, former Attorney General John Ashcroft. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield right here on KWTO.